This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Attacking the middle. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Watch, rising again. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the human torch. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Jake Chapman is here as well. Unfortunately, the Magic Fall this afternoon. Uh, Monday matinee at the Mecca to the New York Knicks. 91-84 to 84 is the final on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. And you get 24 points from Nick Vucevic, 14 rebounds, 18 points, 17 boards, 9 assists from Aaron Gordon. And you get 19 points from Terrence Ross. And that's about it. <laughs> you didn't get a ton of shooting from anyone else in the Magic Fall. Give a lot of credit to the New York Knicks. They're scrappy. They play terrific defense. They're long. Uh, they make it very difficult on the opposing offense, and they grab the victory. 22 points, 10 rebounds for R.J. Barrett, 21 points, 17 rebounds for Julius Randle. The Magic now six consecutive losses, and next up will be the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they got to find a way to stop the bleeding on Wednesday, and we'll have your coverage starting at 7.30 right here on 96.9 The Game, 7.30 on Fox Sports Florida. So lots to break down, lots to cover, lots to get to. Uh, but, Jake, first I want to start with your day yesterday. No, uh, yeah, really? Yeah, it was a difficult one here today. It was Ugh. difficult. It's been a tough couple of days for you guys. But, listen, we've been following this Cleveland Browns thing. we got to get your final thoughts. I, I, I would think there's a lot of reasons to be proud of your Cleveland Browns and how hard they fought yesterday. Yeah, it was um, It was a fun season. It, it's, it's weird. I was I – because I was texting you and I was trying to, trying to maintain – um, some level of of I guess positivity, objectivity. Yep, yep. I didn't want to get too too down on on the team, and it was a surprising year. They were better than I thought they were going sure. to be. Um, but now, like twenty four hours removed, I'm angrier than I was yesterday. <laughs> well, because you realize it was there for the taking. Exactly. You get the back. How many times do you in? get these opportunities? Exactly. Chad Henney is the one who does it, and and I kept saying like. Um, you know, forget the Richard Higgins fumble out of the back of the end zone. Forget all of that. You know, I, I had a real issue with the way we were coached yesterday, and Stefanski was great all year, but the ti- use of timeouts and challenges were not good yesterday, and that's bad he, challenge. It's been a bad strength uh, throughout the season. He had a, he had a bad challenge, and he had a missed call that when that he should have challenged. Um, and so and so yesterday, I'm sitting there going, okay, well. I, if that happened today, we know Stefanski's going to get better. Baker played great today. I had my doubts about Baker earlier in the season. Sure. He played great. I'm sitting there saying, all, giving myself all these reasons for optimism moving forward, um, and now they're just gone. Like Now <laughs> now I'm sitting there going, how many times do I know we're going to get an opportunity like this right? ever again? I know. Again? You don't we know We might that. not ever get back to the divisional round playoffs uh, of the playoffs. So... Um, it's uh, it, it was kind of frustrating for the game to unfold that way because I thought we were going to get blown out in the first half. I mean, we we kept just sort of hanging sure, around, oh, hanging around. Sure did. The defense all of a sudden fo- forced a couple field goals, um, and then when Mahomes goes down, you start to actually have some belief. And obviously, you don't want it to necessarily happen that way, but um, but it was difficult. It was it was rough. And congrats to the Chiefs, and it's a really good team. And um, We'll be back next year. I hope. It was right there. You can't fumble out of the end zone. You can't fumble on the one, and you can't miss that penalty. 
That was a bad. I mean, that was that's why that rule is put in for that play specifically. I know the guy and, like flew like Superman across the field. And, you know, sometimes they lower their helmet and they'll, and they'll hit somebody. They lower their head and hit someone in the helmet. But he left his feet yeah. and launched was like for that purpose. Chuck Cecil. Do you remember that guy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Steve yes, Atwater or something like that. What are these old guys? Steve Atwater. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. From the uh, Orange Crush days. Yes, sir. With the Denver Broncos, but. It, you know, and I, I know you're frustrated with that, but then I sit there last night and I'm watching Tom Brady, Tommy terrific, and I'm saying, okay, this, you know, this is he's struggling again. You know, the the this this Saints team is, you know, they come out to an early lead. He's got to come from behind. Guys are dropping balls. Yep. Uh, Chris Godwin hates catching the football. <laughs> hates it almost as much as Austin Hooper uh, until he made that big play. Huge play. It was almost the Hoop, catch. Hoop always has it's one yep. step forward, two steps back. Correct, correct. With that guy. Chris Godwin hates it though. He can, every opportunity he gets to make a big play and to put himself on the map, he just boots it Somehow right out of bounds. Somehow didn't mind it when Jameis was the one chucking it to him. I don't understand <laughs> yeah, how they generated it. But Brady was great. But all he had to do was run the team, run the not make mistakes. And unfortunately, if you're a Saints fan and you're watching, Drew Brees made those mistakes. Yep. Three picks. A couple of them I don't think were his fault. One off Cook's arm. And, but Brady didn't kill you, didn't make mistakes. And that pass he threw to Chris Miller down the sideline. Beautiful. Dropping that right in there, I mean that's that's about as good as it gets because he missed some throws too. But that one was beautiful. He's Tom. He's still Tom Brady. He's still. So how much do you look forward to here in Central Florida? There's a lot of Bucks fans and they're excited about their Bucks going to the NFC Championship game in Green Bay, the Battle of the Bays. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic battle. Tom, you got Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. Going to be awesome for the right to host the Super Bowl, yeah. which has never happened. A home team. Hosting the Super Bowl, if, if, if it makes me think about how cool it would be if the Browns played the Buccaneers and Super Bowl in Tampa, and I could actually maybe wow. go and see them. Or would it be worse? Because you can't go. Probably be worse. <laughs> probably yes. Yeah, we won't be allowed. We don't know there. how that's going to be. I let me see if I get this straight um, because I think I heard it last night. Tom Brady is what in his nineteenth season. Nineteenth season. And it's his fourteenth conference championship game. Fourteenth conference. Twentieth season. Twentieth season. Twentieth season. Fourteenth conference championship. Like, if, he, if he gets what? to the Super Bowl. It'll be his tenth trip to the Super Bowl in twenty seasons, which means what every other year, Just, yeah. Tom Brady will have a team. Now Unreal. It, now I'm kind of curious. Like, who can't he bring to the Super Bowl? Well, exactly. I'm curious about now. Well, it's funny because maybe I, the Jaguars, maybe the Jaguars. Yeah. Well, I don't know with Urban. Uh, now there, now there's. I saw some gr- graphic on Twitter today about how about number of seasons in the NFC and trips trips to the conference championship game. So he's comparing them to like the <laughs> yes, Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Like the Dallas Cowboys great. have been in the NFC for 24 years. Yes, they have. Uh, and they have, and have zero in, trips. And have zero trips to the conference championship Brady has game. Been, I was looking at it the other day. All of his stats this year are like Buccaneer highs. Buccaneer sig- single season highs. 43 year old Tom Brady, uh, except for yards in a season. Jameis Winston did that last year. Yeah. But quarterback rating, uh, touchdown passes, completions. That's incredible. All single-season Bucks records for a 43-year-old quarterback that we didn't want because we love, in New England, five touchdown passes from Cam Newton. That's the direction we wanted to go. But anyway, I, we get to still watch them, and we get to cheer them on. Congrats to all you longtime Bucks fans. That, that's, that's great, and I hope they can go up there and get one in Green Bay. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board. Why not? I'd much rather see so them, them win than Green Bay. So that's know. seven minutes we didn't have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to talk about how poorly we shot the basketball today, the last 10 games. I, I mean, this is – it's disappointing. And, and I think, Jake, I, I think, you know, turning our attention to the Orlando Magic because it is Magic drive time. We played a game today. Not a lot to break down other than, to me, in my opinion, I, I don't know, Cliff was a lot kinder about it. 
to me, they were sleepwalking for three and a half quarters. Yeah. They, they were not interested in this basketball game because I think they saw early start, whatever it may be, they saw the Knicks are physical defensively. They came out and just hit them right in the mouth defensively. And, and we, in my opinion, we didn't want to fight through it. We certainly didn't want to do it in that first quarter. And then we were settling for shots. And, and I'm sorry, it, at some point, and I think, and you're going to hear Steve Clifford, and, and, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of encapsulate what Terrence Ross said, but the frustration is at a boiling point for a lot of people, I think, on this team. We've lost six consecutive games. I think once we knew it would be difficult to beat Boston, to beat Milwaukee, Houston, Dallas, Brooklyn, this was a game I think everybody felt you had to get. And, and, and to come out and not have the purpose of play that you need to win a basketball game, and then to just, quite frankly, Jake, this is abysmal shooting. At some point, it's bad. Guys, got to make a shot, and you're seeing the frustration from Terrence Ross, Nick Vucevic, and Aaron Gordon bubble over. They got to get help. They got, got I, you know, I don't know what condition everybody's in. Guys, got to come back and play at some point, and you got somebody's got to make a shot. See, that's the. It feels like it's compounding now because yes. you you had a physical team and, and give the Knicks credit, like they sure they'll take it to you. And the Magic fought back. It's not like the Magic just rolled Absolutely. over and died. No question. Um, Aaron played a great game on Julius Randle. Um, they didn't get you know. I thought the surge in the fourth quarter. A lot of what they did was they hit the glass. Um, they started cl- cleaning up possessions. So. But I feel like you have a team that's very frustrated offensively for obvious reasons. I mean, the beginning of the game, nobody could hit a shot except Nick Vucevic. 34%. We wouldn't have scored in the first quarter if it wasn't for Nick Vucevic. Right. I mean, and, 34%. And, 12 across from three. Him, and the Knicks are shooting 5 of 27 of from 3 2. So to that point, you, you didn't it's like let Jeff it affect Van Gundy. You. It, was, it, was, it was literally He's Jeff so Van happy. Gundy's prodigal sons. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is why he walks the earth that's for, right. for this game. For this game. Um, you've got a team that is not. It's not functioning properly offensively, and the jumpers are not falling. And then it it's compounded by the fact that the Knicks, you know, beat you up a little bit, bullied you a little bit. So, I mean, and obviously it boiled over. But look, you can't let it boil over. You have to sort of harness it. Nick Vucevic can't get technicals in a close game. No, true. Uh, Terrence Ross can't get it, do an over and back and then throw the ball uh, at the hoop out of frustration. It's going to happen at some point. But those are you add those things up. Cliff talked about it. We're going to hear from him in a minute. The the fouls at the end of the game, the undisciplined fouls at the end of the game. Absolutely. You're going to be frustrated if the offense isn't working. You're going to be frustrated if Julius Randle uh, is you know hitting you with an elbow and you're not getting that call. But you but you have to sort of. Um, Put it, you know, harness it and put it all together and focus it uh, like you were able to do in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, you started knocking down shots. Right. You sort of um, brought it all together. But uh, this is a frustrated group right now, and and typically frustrations in basketball doesn't work. It's not it's not a good recipe. Uh, but you're right, offensively, like there's. It's difficult to find answers right now, but they have to. Well, it's tough when you work so hard and you kick it out. I mean, Gary Clark struggling mightily right now. Yep. You kick it out to him for a wide open three a couple times. James Ennis, same thing. A couple of and these guys are battling defensively, but Cole Anthony can't hit a shot right now. Two for twelve from the floor. I mean, they're, Bacon, they're, Bacon had a bad shooting. Dwayne day. Bacon had a bad shooting, and just all was compounded. And I think if you look at the last stretch, this was the day where you thought, okay, this this could come together. They played yesterday. We've been in New York City already for three days. It's an early game. We come out and, and start well. Vooch did. He came out on fire, and you just can't get anybody to help him for the whole you know for the whole first half there. And eventually you caught fire, and you made it a great game and a great, a great finish, but uh, too many mistakes there down the stretch. So let's do this. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will hear from Magic head coach Steve Clifford, get his thoughts uh, on how the Magic played here today, and, and then – 
kind of decide, you know, at some point, if three-point shot isn't falling, do you kind of look to other areas? Mm. And we'll break that down when we return to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center here in just a moment. Into Ross, back to AG. Jumped in the air, nowhere to go. Bad play there. Turnover, and Barrett on the attack, hooks it up and in, and New York leads by four. And welcome back to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. That was the drive of the game. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles reminds you that texting and driving is against the law, and it could have deadly consequences. Remember, put it down and focus on driving. That was a two-point game, final minute of the contest. Magic down by two, coming out of a timeout, and Aaron Gordon, very uncharacteristic, finds himself suspended in air, has to make a pass before he comes down. It was poked away by R.J. Barrett. They get it going the other way, and he's able to finish on Kim Burge, able to seal him well, and the crafty left-hander lays it in. I put him up by four, about 40 seconds left, and they were able to hold on from there. Right now, let's get the post-game comments from Magic head coach Steve Clifford after his team's 91-84 loss to the Knicks. Steve, uh, what were your initial thoughts of that game, uh, particularly uh, execution down the stretch of the game? Well, our execution in the fourth quarter was actually good. We just had, you know, we had a turnover. Scored 30 points in the fourth against a really good defensive team. So don't dwell on one play. Uh, we lost the game because we fouled. Three huge fouls, undisciplined fouls in the last three and a half minutes of the game. That's the story of the game. And that's without watching the film. Cliff, you, you talked early on about having to move their bigs and 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 stick with the the offensive game plan uh, to make things easier on your defense. But but how how do you feel about your team's defensive after effort, even quarter, when things after, were going well? After the first quarter, our offense was good enough to win. After the first quarter, we started off sluggishly. We took dumb shots. Last three quarters, we were very purposeful. Hello, coach. I would like to ask you how could you explain the twenty four turnovers uh, of tonight's game and also. What it means, the, the response on fourth quarter about your team, because you made a great run and you take a lead uh, during the fourth quarter. How explain? We, had, we only had 12 turnovers. You say 24? We, we only had 12 turnovers in the game, uh, which for against a team like that's not bad. And we fought hard. You know, look, we had chances in the, in the uh, fourth quarter again. When you look back on it, there was a bang-bang play where we didn't get the call, which easily could have been a charge call. Uh, and we fouled. I mean, one foul with like three on the shot clock and then a foul, which you just can't do, fighting for position in a post. So, uh, again, the, the difference in the game was the free throw, free throw shooting. Cliff, how would you feel about Aaron's effort today? He seemed to to be trying to, trying to manufacture offense, both, you know, attacking the rack, uh, getting rebounds, and, and with some defensive effort plays as well. I thought he played a really intense all-around game. I mean, he had 17 rebounds. Uh, Vooch had 14. I thought our big guys were in there. Uh, Kim had seven against a team that's big and physical, and they fought. You know, we got to get our perimeter guys involved in that more. Um, we're going to have to be a, a dominant rebounding team. That's going to have to become a strength. And right now our bigs are doing their part, and our perimeter guys are – picking and choosing when they want to get involved. But I, I thought A.G., his effort was great. Uh, he did a really good job on Randall, who's obviously a handful. And uh, 
you know, obviously right now we're asking a lot for him, and he, he's up for it. Steve, it seemed like in the first three quarters your team had a lot of frustration not seeing the ball go through the hoop. But how well did your, your guys battle through that frustration and at times almost kind of fuel, you, fuel them in a way? Well, I, that part of it to me was a real strength. We hung in there. Look, we, I mean, they're hard to play against. The game was physical. Um, we weren't making shots. Shots aren't easy to get. And yet we stayed with the defense, and that's what we're going to have to do. Again, I, I mean, before watching the film, what it's going to get back to is it's the fouling. You know, we just – you can't foul like that. I mean, it's it's just uh, – they shot 34 free throws. We shot 16, as, and the referees did a good job. We fouled. We're fouling. We're slapping down and just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's undisciplined, unintelligent basketball. Nothing worse you can do than put somebody at the free throw line. There you go. Magic head coach Steve Clifford following his team's 91-84 loss to the New York Knicks. And, boy, he's not wrong. The, the fouling has been a problem at times this year. They commit 24 personal fouls, and they send the Knicks to the line for 34 free throw attempts. Now, thankfully, they only made 24 of yeah. them to keep the door open a little bit for Orlando. Just 14 of 16 from the free throw line for the Orlando Magic, uh, one of the best free throw shooting teams in the NBA, uh, shooting 88% from the free throw line in this game. But, Jake, I'm looking at this, and, I, and I'm looking, and this, and this to me goes hand-in-hand hand with getting to the free throw line. You're 12 of 38 from distance. That's 32% from beyond the arc. Now, granted, they were only 5 of 27, but we took 11 more threes yeah. than the New York Knicks. They won this game because of their 42 points in the paint. Magic just 26 points in the paint. And I wonder if, you know, I, I don't know if Cliff is making that point now or if it doesn't matter, it's the NBA, you get open looks, you got to knock them down, and maybe that's going to be the philosophy and eventually they'll have to hit them. But I wonder at what point do you say, okay, we, we're just woeful right now. Last team in the NBA, three-point shooting uh, right now. They're not falling. They will eventually. We hope you get some guys back, Evan Fournier especially. But how, at some point, do we just drive the basketball into the paint and, and try to make try to make our our you know try to score that way? Try to get some more twos. Yeah, it feels like you know what. One thing they always say is pass up good shots for great shots. You know, and we know like they have to keep working the offense. And if you keep working it, you've got guys on the floor who are not shooting it well. Eventually, the ball's going to fight, and yeah. that's what NBA head coaches are so good at doing. They will leave. Whoever it is, it's you know not shooting the ball particularly well sure. that day, um, and they'll load up elsewhere. So if you're going to be on the floor, you're going to the ball's going to find you, and you're going to have to knock down shots. You're right, like I, you know, Tom Thibodeau is going to dare you to, oh, sure. to dribble the ball into the paint. That's what he's always done. He's going to pack that paint, and he's going to make you you know shoot from the perimeter, especially against if the I know, worst perimeter shooting team in the league. If I know who's struggling on our team. From beyond the arc, do you think Tom Thibodeau knows? Probably, I would think so, yes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I would think so. He could probably but, read but, Steve but, Clifford's it, mind at this point. But, but I think this is a point where you're really missing Mark L. Fultz. And I know sure. the leadership, and I know and I know all that, but, man, his ability to get in the paint and, if nothing else, collapse and find the open shooter, Cole has done it at times, and he's starting to learn his game. But Cole's a scorer. And now, granted, he had a, he had a career-high eight assists the other night in Brooklyn, but I, I – Cole's first inclination is to get to the basket and find a way to score or to pull up or to find a way to help us. To, and listen, they need that too. they yeah. got they got to find a way to generate offense. So I so it's not wrong, uh, but I, I think maybe him, Jordan Bone, uh, Terrence Ross, when he's able to do it, we, we got to find a way, and that's that's a, a staple of Steve Clifford teams. you got to get in the paint, and if you can't score in the paint, you got to kick it out to an open shooter, and maybe we just find a way to just keep pounding the paint somehow. Well, you know, Nick Vucevic, why did he only shoot the ball 16 times Great today? point. 
like and at some we've point, we've been like, saying that for yeah, right. Uh, but but even still, like we're saying, get up to 30, 35 know, attempts. He was the only going guy the making other a way. shot the whole first time. I know exactly. Now it's going down. Uh, he should have been over twenty shots for sure. We know a guy like Terrence Ross is going to miss five shots in a row, and then he's going to make five shots in a row. Right, right. And the confidence is not going to lag. Uh, and Terrence is going to he's going to seek out his shots. He's sure. going to hunt them. Um, Vooch is a little bit – Vooch isn't quite the, the gunner mentality that T. Ross has. So somebody's somebody's got to force feed him. Um, and you want to talk about inside-out basketball, if you're not getting the probing, it, it, sometimes it feels like they're just kicking the ball around the perimeter, you know, kind of easy passes, easy passes, and it's not actually making any sort of a difference. Pump the ball at yes, Nick Vucevic yes. and let him create from there. Um, look, there's – right now they're remaking themselves on the fly. Sure. I think I think Minnesota is a very winnable game. I think you can steal a couple, get some confidence offensively, yep, sure. get healthy, um, and things can be fine. But when you struggle offensively, you can't let it affect the rest of your game, and that's what they're doing right now. No, no, you're right. I, I think so. And that's a, that was a tough one here today because I think you circle that and you say, if we can just weather this storm and get through this gauntlet uh, of difficult NBA games, then you can start to turn it around. You played much better against Brooklyn. And then all that offense went away today exactly. against New York, so that's that's frustrating. And you still got two opportunities, and it starts uh, with the next one Wednesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That'll be the next game. We'll have your coverage for you at 7.30 right here on 96.9 The Game. But we are back tomorrow with more Magic Drive Time at 6 o'clock right here on 96.9 The Game.